0: Brian Dewhurst and Philip Ramsey. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Uncommon Life Project where I'm your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Thank you for tuning in to the most amazing show, the one that you love every week. You get a jump on this thing. Hear our voice and you got Aaron Kramer. We have an awesome guest this this show. I can't wait to get him on, but so we're financial advisors. This is the first time you've ever heard of us. Uh, That's fine. I'm not bitter at all. Uh, But the reason why you probably haven't heard us is we're not the biggest town or biggest shop in the town, but we actually care immensely. We love our clients. We love when our clients do something uncommon and uncommon. We mean like pursue their passion. Get, it's amazing. Get paid to what they do. I can't tell you how many times we've had people cry in front of us like happy tears that we've actually listened to them. And we then infuse their dreams with their own money, not our money, their money. Uh, and we just show them a path to get to that place where they love their life every day. We have somebody on the show that does that. His name's Dominic Bottenfield. gear. Yeah. And uh, he's been in the insurance industry for 17 years. He's been married for 10, has three children, loves his life. I can't wait to get into his story, his uncommon journey. Welcome to the show, Dominic. Thanks, Dominic.
1: Thank you. That's great to be here. Uh, Appreciate you guys giving me an opportunity. Yeah, man. First podcast for me.
0: Well, we go, we're popping that cherry. it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's your first. And at the end of this, everybody's going to love you. And we just found out that we went to you and I at the same time. We were a Panther at the same time, Dominic. Yeah, that is cool. It is. And, uh, shocking. We didn't run into each other because he used to play rugby and yes. I have had one experience with rugby. It was at you and I, it was probably my freshman year. I think I went and, uh, there's some beer on the sideline some cans of beer and which is different for me. Like I'm competitive. Never saw that. Uh, also big boys are out there and I heard that the and I rugby team was pretty good. Uh, and so I'm watching, you know, observing and I see them kick off for the first like play. Is it a kickoff? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Basically it's like, it's kind of like football rules yeah. without
1: pads. Oh, and no pads friends. Typically not blocking. I mean, you're not really following your blockers. I was a running back in oh high school, yeah but it's not yeah. i mean yeah. you're, you're
0: you know right this has nothing to do with the show but i think it's hilarious so i see this it does guy, a little bit it kind of does yeah i see this guy because dominic was on this team i think like yeah. he's he's part of the reason they were like second nationally or something second in the nation to we
1: lost in the championship game to stanford Oh. Uh,
0: was it a close game
1: yeah only lost by a try
0: which is like a touchdown oh man so Okay. So I see this gentleman. I've never seen somebody so big and I'm a freshman. So you probably have to understand that he goes down, runs as hard as he can and blows this individual up. I mean, like no pads, this guy's off his rocker. Like, I mean, I think they just had to like cart him off. Like it was that bad. And I thought, well, it was a fun sport and maybe I'll watch it, but never will I ever step on the field and dominic's here right yeah so, well i'm not a big guy so don't i hope
1: your audience is i'm not like aaron we had big boys like aaron on our team but i'm the fast little guy that was trying to avoid uh you know but i'd have up. to tackle but i was side tackling get the, get your head to one side or the other no spearing right right okay you know?
0: so this is the show we just talk uh it's it's basically joe rogan uh, no, it isn't, but, um, we're just not on that level. We're just not there yet, but this is what I want to say. So you stepped off the field at, uh, the Pantherville from you and I, you get your, did you walk across the stage first, uh, to get your diploma?
1: I think I did. Okay. I can't remember. Right. I, I know I did for my MBA masters. Yeah. But not, um, hmm. I think I did. Okay. I, th- I remember my parents kind of coming down and Oh. And having dinner afterwards, doing the deal. So I must have went. Okay, it's not like a. Uh, you
0: get your diploma. Do you know what you're doing then in life? No. Okay. Oh, you're like the rest of us.
1: <laughs> I sent I sent my uh, resumes out to you know principal and Wells Fargo and all the big ones. Yep. And, uh Didn't even get a call. Mm. What was your degree? Philosophy. Yeah, it that's was probably
0: why I didn't get a call. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so good. You get to diploma, and then who hires you out of college?
1: Uh, well, at first, uh, I uh, was—I love uh, building things, right? So, yeah. In high school, I was doing construction. In college, part of the ways that I got beer money because it wasn't paying for college. I mean, that was loans. Yeah, yeah. But how we got beer money and stuff is we do remodels or pour, you know, uh, concrete or do wow. a roof for somebody. It was my Roommate Nate Olam and I, he he had a lot of uh, of the wisdom, and I learned some from him. And we just did stuff like that, and I loved it. Wow, put stuff together. Hustling. So I I worked for Christensen Construction in in Cedar Falls for maybe about five six months, just hanging around Cedar Falls still. But of course, you're a senior. Yeah, it
0: doesn't feel right. Yeah.
1: Well, I was, I guess I was graduated. So all your buddies are leaving too. And it just became less fun to be around. I still, I still like the work, but it right. was, it was like all my good friends, they moved on, Yeah. you know,
0: they got the principal in the Wells Fargo
1: jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause they did something smart like business yeah. administration or they did, you know, they were taking, you know, math or science, something, you know, useful. Right. So, uh, uh, I ended up working, uh, for, uh, one of my I guess uh, brothers, high school friends. He had started his own company up in Minneapolis, where he did uh, um, commercial siding. Okay, and he worked for McDonald Homes and Wensman Homes, so he had regular work. Okay, so I started off as a ten ninety nine putting siding on in Minneapolis.
0: Minneapolis, Hardy Plank Siding.
1: Shout so out, s- shout out
0: to Concrete Board. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> yeah. And like, so you were in the industry of the construction world, philosopher philosopher on the Mm -hmm. side of your house and so you go up to Minneapolis six months and then what I just want to stop for a quick seconds like what do you do now you own your own business helping people figure Uh, out like switch gears yeah yeah I just want to go like end in mind where are you at now because I do think this is important to talk through like the journey that people get to. Uh, so what do you do now? Just quick story about what you do now in your business. Well, it's not real quick. I mean, it's a culmination of a lot of things, but we're going to come back. We're going to come back to that. But I want to know like, what is your business now?
1: My business now is it's, it's a full service insurance agency, but we only focus on employee benefits. So we don't do any financial products. We don't do property or casualty or anything. It is fully focused, kind of like a boutique shop based on mostly health insurance, dental vision, those types
0: of things. Nice. Mostly focused on groups. Right. Right. Okay, I love it. Okay, Um, great. Now we're going back to the roof. (laughs) We're going back to the siding. So now we're in Minneapolis and, and you're doing the deal, okay? Yeah. Obviously totally different than what you're doing now. And so how was that trajectory and when did you start feeling like, listen, this might not be... What Dominic Bottenfield's going to be doing for the rest of his life?
1: Right, right. I loved the people I was with. Loved what I was doing, being outside every day. Except for in Minnesota, those winters, the devil. With yeah, the, with the windshield. we were still uh, working when it's twenty minus twenty wind chill. Bless your heart. Up on a, uh, up on a walk plank that's only twelve inches wide, no tie-offs or anything like that. I think it's amazing that like we think it's cold here.
0: Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, and no. it's you go four hours north and it's like oh Canada. Yeah, and way more snow. Yeah. Way more snow. And
0: no mountains,
1: by the way. Like, what are we doing? You know? It's just freezing. Right, right. So, uh, I'm sitting there putting up boards of siding, popping the nail gun, and going along. And um, that's just kind of, I enjoyed putting things together and, uh, and the details that go into it. And then at the end product, you look at this half a million dollar house, which was a lot back then. Right. And... What you've done, to look do it looked beautiful, right? You know, but it took so many details and steps along the way, good, and it's physical, you yeah. know, which I like, yeah, so I just love that. But you know, I'm a 1099, um, and you're 23. Yeah, oh my gosh, I couldn't have done that when I was 23. Well, who's a who's a I wish I would have known you guys back then, who's a financial advisor then, or a tax advisor, or anything? I'm not pulling out taxes. Right. That's what I was going to say. I'm not buying health
0: insurance. So let's talk through it for the listeners who are an employee. 1099 means like, well, let's just go to this. Like, as an employee, you say you get paid, let's say, $60,000. I'm going to do this for round numbers, right? You would think that you get paid $5,000 a month. But when you're an employee, you don't get that. You get like $3,222, whatever it is. And the rest of it goes to taxes and benefits and whatever, whatever, whatever. Yep. Well, let me tell you what a 1099 is. They say you get paid $60,000. You get $5,000 a month. Sounds great. Sounds amazing. But what people don't understand, especially when you're young and everybody does it. So no, not point fingers. No, yeah. Is, oh shoot, I have to now save that $1,700 a month or whatever it is forward by taxes. And so a lot of people get in, uh, to a lot of hot water come the first year of taxes after they've been 1099 for the last 12 months.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, technically you're working for yourself. You own your own business technically. Yes. Even though I didn't file LLC or any no. of that yeah. other yeah. stuff. Right. You know, I'm just going along and I'm like, well, I get this 5,000 bucks and it's the full 5,000. So close. Lots of beers. Yep, partying. You know, just not yep. not thinking through um, like a long term plan. What am I going to retire sure. on? What if I got hurt? You're ten foot tall and bulletproof at 23, so Absolutely. you're not getting hurt. Yeah. yeah, I put, you're a, a, rugby few, rugby rugby I put a few yeah. nails through my fingers through <laughs> my hand once. Oh, I had a <laughs> uh, framing nailer hammer a uh, framing um, framing nailer fall off the top of a ladder and clunk me straight in the he- in the head. And no helmet didn't knock. No helmet didn't knock me out. It just had a big old welt and a cut on there. Oh man! You know, hey, just, you got a hard noggin.
0: I, yeah. In right. um, ten ninety nine, there's nothing nobody you're was fall around. Back on. Yeah, I'm
1: on the work site by myself. Yeah.
0: yeah. So there's no HR to go talk to. It's <laughs> not you, man. It was yeah. my
1: own fault anyway. I'm the one that left the framing nailer up there. Went down the ladder to grab some <laughs> nails and then come back up. So it was my fault. But uh, nobody around anyway. Yeah. You know and so raising kids anyway, people need experiences like that. I think you learn by, Absolutely. by failing. It's just the oh, yeah. way, you know, it's a, almost a great thing to fail a few times. It's helps you learn. So, right. and I worked with some great guys, um, and they're still doing it that, you know, but they were in their forties and fifties. Wow. Um, and I worked with my brother and my oldest brother, um, and he had had an accident where he fell off a roof. He, you know, when they put these big poles up, Somebody has to be up on the roof and put like a pole keeper yes. on the top and yeah. nail it into the roofs right? On into the trusses of the roof, so that the pole stays steady. And that's how you raise your walk plank up, right? So he was putting one of those on in the winter. Oh, oh slip, my goodness! Slipped and fell, busted his hip and his whole femur and his whole side. Oh it, my! Nobody's expecting him to really even walk again, which. He's, he's tough and he's still doing it today. Jeez. Holy cow. But,
0: uh, uh, were you working with him at the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. Did just, that wake you up at all? Like, Oh boy.
1: I didn't see it happen. It happened before I came up there. So I saw a little bit of his recovery, but, uh, he was kind of even almost getting back at it part time when wow. he could. Wow. Um, when I was working there. Right. Right. That's but they're crazy. There was some other guys, and they're in their 40s and 50s, and here they're they're 1099s. And I think what clicked to me was uh, I wanted to have some sort of vision for the future because uh, it, it's it's a tough way to uh, save up for retirement. It's a tough way to go through. I had buddies that oh, didn't yeah. have insurance, right? No health insurance, oh, right? And something would pop up, and they'd be in extreme
0: Toast. debt. Toast.
2: Extreme well, Yeah, because like, hold on though, because now we're like, you know, you're, you're confused, you don't know how to do this, but you went back to it. Not the, the you been, went back to the self-employment.
0: Yeah, the oh, benefit side of it Yeah, the benefit side of yeah, things. Side of things so. Yeah. So how did, when did you start transitioning over to so, cider to where we're going? So I just started
1: throwing out more, uh, uh, resumes, right? Yeah. Again, Wells Fargo and Principal and yeah, <laughs> whoever, and, um, and, uh, i uh got an answer from principal uh that said sure we'll we'll have an interview so um they uh hired me and i started doing the uh kind of claims and customer service for principal health insurance when they had a health insurance plan right and we also did the dental plan that they did so looking at claims every day uh how's the uh uh, provider filed this claim. Did they file it with the right location code? Yeah. Did they put the right procedure codes you,
2: like, in? So the is like the foundation of you learning.
1: That's the whatever. insurance. That's And I kind of fell into it, Aaron. Yeah. Wow. Like, interesting. Because if it would have been Wells Fargo, maybe I would have fell into banking. Yeah. You know. Or, right. Or, or whoever.
2: Um, that's where God took you, so. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. So, like, okay, so you went from principal. What where, was your next step after principal?
1: Uh. I did principal for two years, um, and then the next step was to. Um, yeah, you know, I kept getting told uh, by friends and even coworkers like, "You've got a personality that's more for uh, sales or mm. something like that." I go, "Okay, well, you know whatever that means." means. Is that a compliment yeah. or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and I, in the insurance world, you are like, "Do yeah, I want to have that stop, personality?" Please, yeah. yeah. And it kind of going back to I've always liked to be active, mm-hmm. and I principal was really on the phone a lot yeah and just being in front of the desk all the time so you know you always hear the story about the sales folks can go golfing and you're out and about and you're doing meetings and things like that and so that ah, okay well that part sounds okay i don't if it's really like that so i can't remember if it's monster or something back then monster.com or sure or indeed Mm -hmm. or or whatever i just started throwing my resume out there and um uh nobody really bit but what i the girl i was dating at the time um was having some drinks with a with a gal that was the wife of a guy right my cousin's sister's brother's best friend yeah yep, hey. that whatever however you have to and this guy's uh starting his own agency from from scratch hmm. so um they'd, they'd talk to you i go okay that'd be great so we went and just kind of had dinner and then uh he's like yeah let's uh let's give this a shot you can be our sales guy <laughs> they didn't even guys have the their name stenciled on their door at their office they had an office so these the two guys that started this uh agency were pretty well established in their careers and they didn't start their their own venture they always worked for somebody else Whoa. until they were like i think f- in their early 50s okay wow, wow. And then I was like their first sales guy. We were putting up, um, talk about building things. We were putting up, you know, I put up the uh, cubicles. You know, they bought some used cubicle sets out of some. Wow. So it was really cool. I mean, just, and I got to watch it all. Yeah. So you were dating that girl. Yeah, Got you the job. She's a great gal. I uh, love her, but we didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> yeah. awkward.
0: Uh, so how old were you in, like, or maybe how many years after you graduated was this? Just so we can all put it in context. So I think it was two years working construction, two years at
1: principal. So I'd have been about 27. Okay. That's 20, helpful. 20, yeah, 26, so 27. And then how long were you there with those guys then? Uh, so that's about about... Uh, A year and a little over a year and a half, almost two years.
2: Um, Now, were were these the guys that I know we've talked when we we have a relationship, but like these are the guys that like kind of like pulled the rug out underneath you, like before you're doing what you're doing now? Well, I wouldn't
1: say that. I mean, I, well, not. I mean, yeah, like he, so curveball, it's like having a dad that was looking out for me and I still love this guy. Today We don't talk a ton. We're kind of competitors now, but I, you know, I love this guy. He's just right. you, um, you helped so, him start something Yeah, along, right. uh, along the way. So they started me out on a salary, right. Yep. And, uh, 401k and health insurance and all that, but they wanted to move me to a hundred percent commission only, hmm. which kind of the sky is the limit. Absolutely. On, on that too, right. is if yeah. you, you sell more, you want to raise, you can sell more and and I had had some success, even if it's a brand new agency. We had had some success bringing on some groups, and and mm. so I could kind of see it. Uh, life intervened in a way uh, that changed me forever. And if and if you guys have ever you know had a kid, do you guys have kids? Yeah, we have three kids. I have three kids. He I has one. one. You yeah. know, you know when somebody right. tells you, "Oh, we're having a baby." That it's like, oh, crap.
0: You grow up pretty quick. Yeah. You start doing some yeah.
1: thinking. And I'm a philosophy major, so I don't need a lot of help doing thinking <laughs> yeah. anyway. But I, so um, my, my boss and I there at the time, I mean, we were, we were talking about those things because we were also pretty good friends. And he just was, you know, he's like in his 50s. So he was a, a pretty good mentor, not only just teaching me about insurance and the business and things like that. But life. But you know, we were talking through all those things, and he kind of had similar experiences and all this and that. But you know, I was like, I, I think I'd, I'd, if I can, I'd like to stay on the uh, salary, salary, and you know, just the stability right now. I'm gonna have my first baby. I, right. You know, I don't. I'm scared to death. Yeah. <laughs> as as becoming a new dad, and it's something that I took very kind of seriously, and uh, so it's just at the time. Wow! I thought I had to be a W two. I had to um, keep that stability. Absolutely. The, the every two weeks you need that paycheck to pay for stuff. Kind of right. Thing. Right. Um, it also hurt that I had a bunch of student loans, mm. and you got things that you have to pay for. So if we wanted to talk deeper about should everybody go to college, I don't really think they should. Totally agree. It keeps you from totally doing agree. what you want. Yeah. Then you kind of right. become a slave to. Right. Having to repay
0: things. Right. It goes, it it starts you down this rat race of debt and responsibility. And if you're not resolute on what you need to do, going to college to go into that much debt to try to find yourself, deal off. Like, there's got to be better ways. So totally, hundred percent agree with you on that. Yeah, not to say that doctors should be good. Could be great. Yeah, it could be great. Well, yeah. yeah. Being an engineer. If you know,
2: yeah, if you know what you want to do, and the college is going to help you get that path and acquire the knowledge, right. it's a good investment. But if you're just right. going like, this is my next step, I don't know. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. let's figure that out first. <laughs> don't
1: don't get a philosophy degree. Don't, yeah. don't wait. Yeah. Yeah. You, can read, you can read books. Uh, sociology is the same. Like you can read. You know, you can do that on your own. But uh, anyway. So, so you weren't married at the time. So I wasn't married at the time.
0: Okay. So things sobered up real quick. Yeah.
1: And Here we uh, go. So the cool thing was is he he um, he fired me. That's what I was telling you before. Okay. What? But it wasn't really putting one over on me or uh, or or doing anything uh, mean. It was the kindness. Yeah.
2: I, I was, this, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was referring to the so we I'll get I guess we'll get to this. But like the guys that like started it and then sold it. Well, you were working for him.
1: Oh, we'll get to that. That comes yeah. later, much, much later. Oh, okay. gosh. Okay. So anyway, he, he fires me. But So what happens is, uh, like, on February 6th or something, he tells me I've got two weeks left, and then he's going to give me another week after that a severance. And then in the same meeting on February 6th, he goes, go and talk to my friends at Coventry Healthcare.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And go talk to Matt Leonard. He's I, I hired him when I was working at Coventry. and." And um, yeah, so I went and talked to Matt, who was the sales manager there, and he hired me at Coventry. And so I went from working uh, for the guy that fired me on Friday, February 12th, uh to working for Coventry February 15th. I didn't miss one day of work, and I got
0: an extra week pay of of severance. He really took care of me. So he did this because he knew for whatever reason, this other Coventry job would have been better for you. It was,
1: it was a, like I said, a W2. It was a, it was a higher salary. Right. Okay. It was a salary. Plus I could make, you know, some commissions on top and then. Right. It was just maybe a better setup for you. A better setup cool. for me. And he, right. he took care of me. I don't think, uh, you know, things were different. I don't think, uh, he wasn't,
0: uh, firing Being shady. Me on, on a right. performance.
1: He was right. really looking out for me. Huh, yeah, cool. So later on when I got married, he came to my wedding and
0: all that. So oh, that's great. great. Great guy. So yeah. Coventry, you're at Coventry. Things are going well. You now have a baby. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. That's awesome. Boy, girl. Where are we at? Girl. Okay. be 15 here and a mom. Jeez. Month. Okay. We're a little oh. lesson. Coventry, it's going well. And then at what point were you like, no, listen, I think I can do this myself.
1: Well, I kind of always felt like that. I kind of always felt like I could do this. Uh, myself but um but you kind of when you have a family and all that stuff i think uh i just sort of didn't want to take the risk it, you mm-hmm. buy a house that that uh those payments start becoming a part of your budget the school loans the the diapers the yeah. formula right student loan yeah. payments yeah all that <laughs> and mm-hmm. i never was Car in a payments. position to have enough saved up to be like okay we can float for six months, a year, most mm. new businesses, right? Give them a year or two. Yeah. Right. I didn't have a year or two of just float money to cover the so, ups and
0: downs of starting something new.
1: Right. So that bet, you know, that bet on yourself, it's not that you didn't want to take it. You're just trying to be rational Right. and yeah. make sure that I would have done it for sure. If I didn't have anybody depending on me. Yeah. Right. And, but having somebody to depend on me, was one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me because it really did sharpen my focus a ton. Mm. So it's mm. it was not a curse at all; as a blessing. But you know, it just took a little more time then to be able to say, "All right, now I'm ready."
2: Yeah. So let's get to that because I know, like, unfortunately, we don't have like hours to talk about this. So I want to get into the meats and potatoes of here. But so I know I wanted like you were at a place and I know they kind of sold it, so you, you kind of got left sitting there thinking. What do I do? But you decided to go out on your own.
1: Yeah, I actually decided to go out on my own a couple of years before it happened. Okay. So my wife and I talked. You know, I get married. We have a couple more kids. We were buying some houses. I had some rental houses and things like that. You know, just going along. And um, but I I always have enjoyed kind of building something. Yeah. I think I uh, can fill a need because we have a different um, structure than what's what's happening anymore in Iowa there's a lot of acquisition there's not very many independents yeah you know so i mean there's there's some things i thought i could do i started talking to my wife about it and at the same time you know coventry had been acquired by aetna had been acquired by cvs healthcare it went from a company of like maybe 5000 employees to a company of 80000 employees wow we became less local. Or sure when I say was. we, I mean yeah. they became less local. They uh-huh. became more focused on the on the uh, coast. Yeah. So the market at the same time for me, the market that I was trying to sell in, was less and less competitive because that's not where their focus was. Yeah. Um, so I could see the writing on the on the wall, and then um, what happened uh, is you know you start trying to line up, you know, you get your ducks in a row. Yeah. And so we had, I had a conversation with some good friends of mine that were like, yeah, well, and I always wanted to have ownership. I didn't want to go and be, if I'm going to do this, let's do it. Yeah, totally agree. Let's do this. I want to own something and build something and not work for somebody else and help them build.
0: Yeah. Cause that's what I've been doing my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, Right. (laughs)
1: Right. Right. So uh, we had some, I had, I still, they're still good friends and still, um, still helpful sometimes if there's something odd or weird and i just run things past them we kind of work work off each other even though we're technically competitors but i was going to go work with them but they've had so much success that they uh, we had talked you know maybe a year beforehand before i knew when i was gonna finally go and they're like yeah let's do this you know here's here's we can help you get everything kind of started up and we have a a back office staff to help too. Mm -hmm. you know, as you bring on clients and things like that. And we just, all the other like little knickknacks you need. Yeah. When I, when I got it, like, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll help you. But you know, here, here's your spreadsheets. Here's your just, you know, you don't have to build all that yourself and make it nice and cute. Yeah. And then all, here's your marketing material. They had all that. Wow. So, um, so, you know, um, about six months goes by, Aetna gives me a call and they say, hey, we're going to eliminate the position that you're doing, but we'll offer you um, this position, a new territory, more travel. Right. Um, and maybe you prolong your career there for two to five more years because
0: it's still, it's in the Midwest. Yeah. There's no focus there. And, right. That's and, just not where the company was going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't their focus anymore.
1: They're a very kind, great group of people that I worked with. Um, a great team. But I, I go to my wife, I go, well, the call kind of finally came in that we've been expecting. Let's do it. But they offer me another job to stay. Right. Right. I go, I'm 40. I'm jumping. I'm 41 jumping. at that time. I'm okay. Two now. So I was 41. I'm like, if I, do I start when I'm 44 or six or, you know, or do I just go now? Right. Yeah. Best day to plant a tree was yesterday. The other one's today. Yeah. Let's go. So she's like, I, you know, I think you should do it. And my mom, love who was it. alive at the time, was like, I think you'd be great at it. You know, so I had family support. Love Everybody it. kind of was on board. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to I'm gonna turn down your offer. I appreciate it. And they go, you kind of know what this means, don't you? My boss is very nice. At right. End. I love this guy still. But he's like, you know what this means, right? And I'm like, I do, man. I, I do. I appreciate it. But we'll just let the cards fall where they may, right? And it didn't take long. It was like three months after that conversation. I get the call. But I, by doing that, by playing it that way, I didn't have to quit yeah. and, and have right. no severance. Right. I put in 11 good years. Yeah. Provide a lot of value. Absolutely. So I got a severance package, which even helps the, the runway. Start the business for sure. So when, after that phone call happened though, I called my buddies again and I go, Hey, it's, it's time. I know it's coming here in the next, whatever. It could be tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. And they're, then they're like, Oh, I'm sorry, man. Things have changed. With We're us. out. We're out. Oh baby.
2: Oh man. Yeah. That That's the, th-
1: yeah. And I think it's. I don't think it'll upset them now because everything's finalized. But they had built a nice little business themselves over the years, and they were able to get some bidders that they didn't expect when we first started talking. Right,
0: right. Things change.
1: Yeah. So no hard feelings. And I'm happy for them. But they're like, if we bring you in now, we can't guarantee that you'll be an owner, and you, you know, yeah. And that somebody who's buying us isn't going to view the situation a little different maybe make you a w-2 or make you assign a non-compete or right right you know, things yeah. that you weren't ready to do when you finally got over the hurdle of like i'm doing this by myself yeah right well and so actually they encouraged me that like, we'll just do it on yourself man we'll still help you know, we could still help you with this some of the stuff and then there's a I have a partner that is my back office you know they don't have any ownership stake with me but I can I can give them you know a little piece of whatever revenue comes in to help me with hmm. getting all the little things going right and the right. checks and balances right. so that's all that huge. stuff
2: yeah right. so, okay, so so you then now we, you're taking the leap and you're you're starting your own business yeah now I think it's really cool I did learn this just at our breakfast club so tell us the name of your business but then how you came up with your logo and um, <laughs> is the name of it
1: yeah uh, it's always been a family affair. Right. So it's, it's, uh, if without the support of my family, I probably wouldn't have made the decision. Right. right? And it's the same thing. It goes back to how having that first daughter makes you really sharpen up and focus, but having the family support makes you sharpen up and focus as well. So my wife came up, she's a marketing person. She came up with our logo. Um, AHG benefits is Addie, Henry, and Grant, my three kids. Right. And we went through, I don't know when you guys, you know, if you, when you started your deal, like how many names you might've thought about or came up with, we went through like maybe a hundred of them. Oh yeah. It's, it's a process for sure. I just kept coming back to like, well, AHG just sounds, you know, that just works. It just yeah. hit, something clicked. Right. So we went with that. And then, uh, while we, Ab- Abby is uh, my wife, she starts going on. She's, does marketing as a prof- as a professional. So she went on to some site and started dinking around with logos and stuff like that. And um, go back two years, we had taken the kids down to Mexico. And um, we're all walking along. My two little boys are, are walking down a sidewalk. And then there's this huge iguana, like huge. And they're everywhere down there, right? Yeah, they but are. he's like right sitting on... This step that's that everybody's walking past, and the boys don't don't even notice it, I don't think. But my daughter is walking right in front of me. She's 12. Yeah. And she sees this thing and uh, kind of freaks out because it's like, oh, my goodness, that's a huge lizard. Right. Yeah. When you realize and it's the alive. Mouth, right. the mouth on that thing <laughs> could take a chunk out of you. so it just startles her, and her feet cross, and she starts falling right in front of me. And I'm just like... I'm trying to reach out, but it happens so quick. I'm like, oh, and she just biffs it hard. And we all just go silent. And it's hilarious to watch, you know, but you don't want to laugh unless you know she's okay. But She gets up. She's not crying. She's like, I'm okay. You know, we all just start laughing. (laughs) And we even like after the trip and everything we still gave her crap about it like we gave her a stuffed uh, iguana, iguana for yeah. christmas nice that's awesome for her birthday we gave her like a picture frame that says best friends and it's an iguana in the <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, abby gets a there's a just a stock picture of a lizard and i don't think it's an iguana but she's like well how about this and that so i'm like Perfect. yeah yeah let's do that let's Do it. so that's yeah. our logo wow that's awesome so
0: now that it's been up and going uh obviously it's been successful, right? You, you, our analogy is like, you got the plane off the runway. It's now up in the air. Uh, so obviously it helped to have that severance to get this up in runway. How many people are working for you currently?
1: Um, well, zero, I have no W twos or ten ninety nines that I employ. So, okay. So it's just you, it's, it's
0: just me in your back office, which is huge. Yeah. How many, uh, employers do you help with their benefits?
1: Uh, we've got, um, Let's see. We've got five groups right now.
0: Wow. Ranging from two to 200. Right. Which is huge. And then when you first started the AHG, did you know how many clients you actually needed to like, Hey, this is how many we need.
1: Yeah. I did the math, right?
0: You got to do the math and the averages of totally right. So tell me the future of your business future for your family. And I do want to go back because I think it's so important that you can give your, your wife kudos because without her, and we see this all the time, we've done over a hundred shows, the spouse's encouragement and support is like everything. everything is truly like, if you don't have it, like, just don't start that route, you know, don't even go down the path. So, um, what's the future? And then we'll go back to your spouse.
1: Well, what's the future is let's, uh, let's keep going, continue to grow. Yeah. Uh, I do want to hire a uh, staff,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: yeah, have, uh, have some more t- uh, and, not that they don't do a great job, but the back office is their own business. I want to, as we grow, just continue to bring more focus internally so we're more independent
0: mm-hmm. and we
1: don't have to rely on so many others. And your own
0: culture and your own, yeah, yeah, it's just way easier for sure. Right, yeah. Good. Okay, let's talk about the spouse because I feel like it's great. Abby is her name, right? Yeah, yeah. Abby. So without Abby, tell us where you'd be now. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I don't know. Mexico. <laughs> no
1: I, I still have the kids, so yeah, I'd be or I'd have one kid, so I'd still be around, but uh who knows. I mean, maybe I would have taken that job with that now, probably. Right. And right. just stayed there, so I'd Right. And nothing wrong with that at all. But right. uh, you know, just uh Well I mean Abby
2: helped you be true to yourself and push you towards that point.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She's yeah. mm. She definitely your yin to your yang. She <laughs> yes. keeps keeps
1: you I married going. I married up. So right you know, if you guys looked at me or if the, if your audience could see this video, I married way up. <laughs>
0: so must but,
1: be my personality.
0: Yeah. That's so yeah. <laughs> cool. So now that you've got the plane off the runway, you're up in the air, looking back in your life, can you see, and I see it very clearly how each one of your jobs were setting you up for your own business, right? And it's fun, even back to, you know, the siding thing, just that your hard work ethic um, has been a catalyst to where you're at now. The only difference is that you are making a lot of money for other people. And yeah. all you need to do, and I think a lot of people, all they have to do is just carve out 10% of what they're actually making their bigger company, and they could be able to live better than they were now. And the tax code is set up for business owners. <laughs> it just is. It so.
1: is. You're, you're right. I. I really think that we should be teaching this to high school kids. I mean, we should be teaching tax codes and investments and how money works in our system.
0: Because they should be able to have that wisdom and knowledge to be able to base on what career they want to go to.
1: Well, like I said, like I I wish you guys were around when I started that job um, being a 1099. Right. I didn't save anything for taxes or even think about Right, the future, and nor did I have really any education in high school or college about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm part of the minority. I think there's uh, that's a, that's probably everybody. Is. Right. Yeah. I learned everything on my own by just maybe well, how's that guy afford that boat on Lake Okoboji or whatever? It turns out he's got you know yeah. 300 rental properties, and they're not well, how do he get that class, that? Right. right? Yeah, yeah. I right. mean, so they
0: they. It's terrible. It really and that's, is. That's uh, really is. a fault of our system, kind of. But well, well, I'm super encouraged about your path, where you're going, and I'm grateful that, let's say you're 42, it's still the time to do it. Jump off the proverbial bridge, yeah. your parachute will open, and... The support that you'll find around you. I love your your story about one, your family and your mom encouraged you like you can do this. And then you also thought that your friends were going to help you in the way and like things change. But it didn't deter you from like, I'm going to try it, you know? Right. And what I would say is your story is a successful one. But even if it wasn't successful, I think that you would learn something. You'd be happy that you did it. Yours yes. Is. Does no, that make sense? No regrets. Right. No regrets. And <laughs> what I think is interesting is everybody that goes down this path, everybody that takes the jump, it might not go according to plan, but nobody would say, "I want to be back up on that bridge," because there's always bridges you can you can parachute down on if you needed it. So kudos to you for one, creating a successful business, believing in yourself. Here's what I've learned. Here's the I recap. You want to recap? I got one. Sorry. I I just want to recap Dominic. Yeah, Not so in the business though. Okay, so this is to me like if you are in a 1099 position, the importance of having some kind of corporate structure. So if you're listening, you don't have that. Talk to a, an accountant, a tax person. Yep. Just just hear what that is. Two, that hard work and work work ethic are huge, no matter what. Um, I love that you in your story, didn't want to take the risk without having some kind of capital, like you wanted to have a runway. And I think that is huge for any business owner to have. We call it a capital outlay or, you know, Dave Ramsey calls the emergency fund. We call it the capital fund, <laughs> same thing. Uh, and then the importance, um, of just surrounding yourself with people that you, you know, that are going to encourage you along the way. Those are my key, my key takeaways. Yeah.
1: hundred uh, percent. Yeah. You're right on all that. So you mean, know, if I hadn't had student loans, <laughs> yeah, student loans I might have started earlier, right? You know? right. But uh,
2: do note that for you future people, if you do want to be a business owner, student loans actually get really fun if you're a business owner. Like you can. There's uh, other ways around that for another episode.
0: That's right. But <laughs>
1: that's uh, yeah, you've got you've yeah you've yeah. got uh, some advice on that, don't you? Yep.
2: Yeah, but anyways. I don't do this I love you having me on the show and I I can't like, I'm sitting here trying to jog my memory. I don't even know how we got connected. I just remember our first conversation at Starbucks. No, Sherm. We went to a Sherm event. Yes. Okay, so Sherm. That's where it was yes.
1: like, uh last fall. Yeah, I, was, I spoke there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. You did a great job. And I just said I came up to him and was like, Yeah, hey, you did a great job.
2: I know and we uh, started shooting, you know, <laughs> talking and stuff, and I was like, oh, This guy's cool. So then like, yeah, so then we grabbed it was cool, because I just, like, very few guys do you find that, like, can you sit down? So it would have been our second time, but, like, the first time doesn't really count in the sense of, like, it was just right afterwards. It was more of an introduction point. But, like, you, like, we both, like, I always know you're, you find yourself a good business owner when they're willing to get vulnerable, too. Yeah. Like, we had conversations, and we talked about, we had our connections through, like, you played rugby. I say I mean, I tried rugby, and I watch rugby. He yeah. would have been a
1: great prop. I mean, oh, you bad. would have been a monster <laughs> on monster. the inside.
2: Yeah. And, well, then I also saw people like break the collarbone and shatter their kneecap yeah. and then get punched from behind. I was like, I'm <laughs> just not this mean. <laughs> I
1: love so, uh, I love it. but anyways. Um, you break your kneecap and they'd give you a beer and then about 17 more and you just forget about your kneecap. Yeah. yeah. Just,
2: just give me a weight room. A really I'm good. good. It's, it's a lot more peaceful. Medicine. It
1: was, you know, it was all camaraderie afterwards. Too. Yeah.
2: Yeah that's no, great rugby is a, gr- a blast but it's like but i mean like you're just genuinely like a really good guy like it was one of those things like you didn't ask for anything and then i know a few people like clients that i've sent you like it's no like pressure and i was like man like this isn't i mean this is uncommon mm-hmm. like it's uncommon to find for an sure. insurance guy that actually cares and it's like right. you're not chasing a dollar you're truly just trying to help people and i appreciate the
0: heck out of that
1: well, hey, I feel the same way about you, too. This is a, a bromance for me. Mm, yeah, so, uh, yeah but right in
0: front of my eyes. I love it. <laughs> I,
1: it you know, I, I feel like this, the way that I'm going to do this on my own, I'm going to do it the right way. It's by telling the truth, you know, yeah. and just give all the information. And it's, you know, it's up to those folks to, you know, make their own choices, but you know, just make an informed choice and then make sure it's from somebody giving you advice that's, not trying to gain, you know, by, you know, just uh, pushing to, you one bait, way or another. Bait and
2: switch, or yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Just get you signed up, then you know, you're
0: actually trying to educate and help, and right. I think that's awesome. So, Dominic, how do our listeners hear more about you and your company?
1: Well, our website is uh, uh, ahg-benefits.com. Um, we have a LinkedIn profile. Uh, we have which you just search for ahg benefits or. All right, uh, we have a Facebook, which I'm not personally on. Mm, Facebook, not I, the book. I, I kind of okay. have a thing about social media.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't I know that. if it's
1: the old man get off my lawn thing, but I think you know I just, might tend to lose your focus if you're spending too much time on that stuff. Yes, so my wife has a <laughs> Facebook. She, she's my social marketing uh, media manager. <laughs> yes, All she right? is. So, uh, and and she told me we need to take a picture of us three doing this. So that if it's oh, yeah. okay with you guys, yeah, it's okay absolutely. that we'll put Post it on the, our stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jack it up.
1: But yeah, uh, Facebook, look up AHG Benefits. Or if you want to look up Dominic Bottenfield on LinkedIn, you can kind of see my profile and my experience. And stuff. Okay. Cool.
0: Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks, man. And thanks for listening. You've been tuning into the Uncommon Life Project. I've been your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Till next time, go be uncommon. That's all for this episode of the Uncommon Life Project brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit UncommonWealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life.